And that, Jamie, is how a bill becomes a law. From the F3 Nation podcast studio. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. Andrew Maggio, 35, Wirebiter. Wirebiter. Weaver, 33, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Saganaki. Saganaki. Bob Blue, 36, Cal Patty. Cal Patty. COT Podcast starts right now. Shut up and sit down. What day is it? Where, where are we? What day is it? I have, I have literally no idea. I know the sun's out, um, and it's Good not God. quite three. It's not quite three o'clock, which means it's not raining yet. In your words, yes. Um, yes. But yeah, I believe it is Friday morning. I'm in my bonus room. I'm not in a hotel room. I'm not on an airplane. I'm not in a rental car. Um, it's a great day to be alive, Brian. It sure is. Welcome to the uh, Circle of Trust podcast. Got that's your boy Rapido. You got Hello Kitty here. And uh, we're joined every week to share the news of the F3 Nation. And uh, we say it's Friday because typically we're meeting you at about the middle of the week to drop this news dump. But uh, <laughs> Vance has been busier than a, I don't even know what. I mean, I don't but, know but we either. both have been. So the schedule's been nuts. You've had a ton of travel for Mam and a lot more than regularly scheduled. And so yeah. we just, you know, we need a little flex this week. But we're yeah, glad we to be back the, after uh... the week off, too. We had a little hiatus. We did. It's been a couple solstice. of weeks. Well, not in really summer, so but for vacation, so it was good. Good to be back. Yeah, you had a, a big old time up in the oh, big time, big in the mountain lake region of uh, what Southwest Virginia. Virginia, that's Virginia up there. Yes, Virginia. Sir. Yep. Yeah. It was good wonderful. time with your whole great, great, crew. great time. Uh, great time with the shorties with the one point right? Known and mm-hmm. granddad, and then uh, obviously the two point two. 2.1 or 2.2 excuse me and uh in light year and then a bunch of grandkids so it was super good time a lot of fun uh but good to be back on these airwaves and share with you men the pressing news of the f3 nation yesterday morning uh, I, I don't depending on where you're listening from your level of humidity will vary here in the uh, central part of the great state of north carolina it's at a thousand percent i mean it's as Humid as can be, and as my man said on the lead-in, every day this week, between 3 and 4 p.m., we've had some sort of rainstorm. And so it's just a, a freaking mess out there, right? It's just a soupy disaster. Yeah, on uh, on the continuum of seasons, we're at uh, Hell's Front Porch. Yes. I uh, usually call yeah, that. That's right. And, uh, yeah, we've had deluge of rains daily. Oh. You know, uh, our packs in St. Louis, that area, they had a – biblical portion of rain earlier this week i think and then eastern kentucky is just underwater from yesterday so i mean it's yeah bananas out there guys i say that to tell you we ran a nine mile training run yesterday and all that soupiness in the morning and uh i was running with another guy and we were the six coming in we had had a slowzy pace the whole morning but we looked at each other and we did that pretty much all you got with about you know a tenth or two tenths of a mile back to the flag. And I really thought I was going to throw up. I mean, it was, I was leaned up against the fence. Like it was close. It was really how much, close. uh, how much water weight did you think you lost yesterday? I lost four, on pound, nine miles? Four, pound, four pounds. 
I checked that's when I got checked, jumped on the scale when I got in four pounds. It was a four pounder. That's crazy, man. And that was after going to Starbucks and have having two uh, egg white bites and a cup of coffee. It was still so wild, man. <laughs> What's uh? It's a it's a good point. I know Bones has talked about this before, but do you do you, do you add a salt in there in the day? What's your rehydration yeah, strategy so, after so, something so, like so that? I proactively uh, hydrate with some stuff the night before so like i had a noon tablet the night before in a big drink and then i had about a bunch of swigs of it and i that's what i took in my water bottle with me yesterday we had some high impact men and parker and pet sounds who were waiting for us about the halfway point with even extra cold water which was great um but like i noticed yesterday like that right calf gave way about twice yesterday during the day which showed that my hydration was a little a little little low was this um Happy Dino? Happy Dino is what we call that run, yes. Every yeah, run's cool. got a different name. I don't know if that's the same in your regions, but we try to look at what it looks like on the Strava and give it some sort of name other than the Maynard, which is just the Maynard. So. The Maynard, yeah, because it's a Wednesday. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly right. All right, we got news to get to. Uh, we've got some great calls, guys, recapping what was GTE 30 two weekends ago as we hit, right? So, uh, and guys had a great time in, in, uh, in Illinois for that. We've got phone calls from LaGrange, or no, we don't have phone calls. We got T-Clops from LaGrange and Kinston's. We just got a lot to get to, man. And, and, uh, and Bones talking about dry needling, the aforementioned Bones. So let's do Ooh. that. The podcast roundup this week looks like this. The 43 Feet was talking about followership. Good pod, man. Good pod. Um, we talk about leadership so much, but part of leadership is having to follow at times, right? We mm-hmm. can't always be leading every single second of the day. We got to be good followers as well. So that was a cool uh, one. And coincidentally, it comes on the, uh, on the heels of talking about trust on the QSource call. So that was kind of neat way to do that. And the stuff we're trying guys had a cool podcast where these guys are talking about launching like a hell week in their region, which I assume is different than the hell week that you and I might uh, have experienced uh, a some 15 to 20 years ago in the fraternity days. <laughs> but, yeah, or any of our uh, veteran listeners who oh might have geez, you know, can't even compare gone that. through the Crucible and the Marine Corps or some of the others in the Navy and that's each right. service has their own. That's right. That's right. Um, so that's good stuff for you guys to go check out. Uh, the schedule now for these Grow Ruck training uh, exercises up and running throughout the rest of the year. The guys uh, from the Illinois area, right? So um, what we call Crossroads, Illinois, Plainfield, mm-hmm. Illinois area, just experienced GTE 30. And by the sights and sounds of it, 94 start, 91 finish, another impactful, incredible weekend uh, for those fellows. And we had some live coverage on the ground, which is cool. We're going to hear from two guys that were part of it that called in to give us some updates. But by all accounts, man, another, another uh, impactful weekend for those fellows. It really was. Um, guys Guys get so fired up and charged up afterwards. There's a lot of anticipation, right? Not just like planning and training and getting mm-hmm. gear right and getting, you know, all that stuff together, logistics. But then as soon as the event, uh, the weekend passes, the, the AARs that come out from either the team there on the ground, the after action report, right? The team there on the ground mm-hmm. that was, uh, that was, that was doing all the heavy lifting. And then, um, cadre team and the trainers and then just individual packs writing up you know just emotional accounts of of the weekend and what that is doing for them and setting that that man on fire and it is the ultimate accelerator and so um it's just it's why we do what we do when it comes to the the gte and the grow ruck program 
I totally agree. We got two high impact men that completed the event that are checking in. One's Bartman. The other one is Scat. So we're going to check in with both of these guys, hear their recounts, and then we'll talk to you about what the rest of the schedule this year looks like as well. Hey guys, recording this just in case nobody else calls in. What's up, fellas? It's your boy Bartman, fresh off of GTE 30 weekend up in Plainfield, Illinois. Man, what a great weekend. We had 139 packs at the King Builder. We had 94 packs on the starting line, 91 on the finishing line, holding their rucks up over their heads while Cadre Flight Nurse looked at his stopwatch for the longest minute ever, and we were done. Uh, as usual, seeing guys get unlocked, leaders in the making, guys step up into roles that they did not expect to be put into. Uh, you know, there's, there's too many to name, but let me just say that Vern and Bedpan, they lived out what we talk about at the Grove School, about setting up that shared leadership team, uh, getting a team around you, you know, building those habits and uh, that positive habit transfer uh, to make that whole weekend a success. We had a great venue for everything. Uh, just, just, just so many uh, amazing parts of that weekend. But um, as uh, as one of the guys who was lucky to get to help launch F3 in the Chicagoland area, um, having been from there, Bartman, of course, uh, it's just been amazing to see what it's turned into. Of course, absolutely none of that had to do with YHC. It all has to do with this thing we call F3 and those men up there making it happen. Uh, so, yeah. If you haven't been to one, get to one. If you've been to one, <laughs> get to another. I take something away from every single one of these weekends that I go to. Uh, just fantastic uh, time with all the guys up there. And with that, I'll catch you boys later. Hey, good morning, S3 Nation. This is Scott coming to you from S3 Plainfield. Side of the GTE 30 last weekend. With a little bit of a recap of what we went through. The venue for the rally in the Grove School was absolutely beautiful. It was held in the historic Joliet Union Station's Grand Ballroom. The food provided by the team over at Misswood Golf Club was outstanding. And, man, the trainers of Dark Helmet, Bartman, and Urkel did a really good job of presenting that material and adding personal stories that made that made everything come alive for us. Um, the King Builder attracted more than 140 packs and men. And it even recruited an F we even recruited an SNG midway through to join us and finish the beatdown with us. He's actually actually sent H seed and showed up for another breakdown in the gloom with us. So we're going to keep growing him and, and EH and him as well. Overall, the event was well organized and well thought out. We had a really good time. Once we got our check-in completed and everything was confirmed that we had the required items from the packing list, we moved on to the Army physical fitness test, which consisted of push-ups, sit-ups, and a two-mile run. After the PT test was the welcome party. I did hear from many packs that this was the hardest welcome party they've ever been a part of, so they continued to push us to our limits. After we finished that welcome party, we had a little short break to ready ourselves for the main event. That first phase was sandbags, 120 pounds, 80 pounds, and 60 pounds. And our platoons carried them to the pond, where we got wet and uncomfortable in the muck and water. Next came the heavies. We had three eight- to nine-foot telephone pole logs that were chained together end-to-end in -to -end a 30-foot slosh pipe. Ugh. It was a four-inch flexible pipe that was filled about three-quarters full of water. made it difficult. We carried those for many miles, many hours. After the next stop, we dropped off a couple of the logs, only carried one log after that and the slosh pipe for the next stop. 
which was the amazing sunrise ceremony. It took place at a beautiful memorial to our armed forces. We sang the national anthem, and we heard from many PACs who shared some personal stories, and were very vulnerable. There may have been a few tears shed. I'm not really mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> Next, we moved on to the Shanahan Firehouse, where they repaid our respects to the first responders and what they provided the community. They showed their appreciation by letting us do some PT while they cooled us off with their fire hoses. <laughs> After that, we made our way back to the index where we simulated a mass casualty event and carried our fallen brothers. When we finally ended at the index, we, we paid our price for the few missing packy item, packing items, that, list items that we didn't have, and we ended with the, with the patch ceremony. This was by far the hardest thing I've ever done physically in my life. I was bruised and sore in places I didn't know could be sore, but my heart and mind have never felt better. I can't wait to take what I've experienced and learned back and learned back to the packs of my region and continue to give it away. This is Jeff Jackson, 47, SCAT. You can hear it. You just hear it, man. There's no there's no commentary needed when you yeah. that's that that calls exactly what I was talking about earlier, right? This yeah. that that passion, that that clear eyes, right? Those, the, that fulfillment of a, a really hard thing and a communal thing is just, it's incredible. It is absolutely incredible. And if you were just in another random scenario where you're like, can I carry, you know, a hundred plus pounds on my back, shared weight, individual weight, seven, eight miles in the middle of the night? Mm. I don't no, know that you could outside no, of that, no, that, that environment. Care. The slosh pipes sound terrible. Oh, because that water's move, oh geez moving around all, you know, oh, all night long. You guys, yeah, you guys are crazy. <laughs> you guys are my kind of crazy. <laughs> my uh, kind of crazy. That's funny. Let's give out a few tea claps before we go back to the phones because Taz has a call from Jacksonville and 88's got a call from Gold Rush. This one's from F3 Lagrange, also the great state of Illinois. This is coming up on our two-year anniversary in September, aligned with the five-year anniversary of Chicago and Naperville. Today we had a 57-year-old PAX VQ for 16 packs with the ages ranging from 19 to 59. Two of the packs double tapped post at the Bear AO 515, then at the main event. So congrats, guys, for LaGrange coming up on that two-year anniversary. Way to keep getting after it. Here's one from our man, SpongeBob. No square pants, just says SpongeBob on his name. Interesting. Informal. <laughs> Out of Kinston. We know we love them Kinston boys. Kinston. So what's up, brother? Hope all is well with you. I just want to give T-Clops to the men of F3 Kinston. They've been, uh, they've, they would never tell it, but they are true hymns. My mom was diagnosed two weeks ago with stage two lung cancer. She's having a lung reduction surgery a week from Tuesday to remove the top right lobe where it's contained for now. I'm an only child. My dad passed away several years ago. Uh, so he's got all the caretaker duties. These men asked me over and over again what I needed. They prayed with me. They cried with me. They've been there for me. They've taught me how to accept help which is so much harder for me than when I'm the only one who's usually giving for others. They've been there for me without me asking even one time. F3 has a brotherly love like no other and unlike anything I think the world has ever seen. Today, St. Mary's Church donated materials. Thanks for, thanks for its plaster. Oh, excuse me. Let me read this again because there's a little bit of a typo. Today, St. Mary's Church donated materials thanks to its pastor, being a PAX. Another PAX donated a ramp for recovery and six hymns put up a fence so my mom could keep her dog she's had for six years now. Little things like that keep the spirits high. 
She wept with joy and gratefulness all day today. He just wanted to say thanks to the High Impact Men of F3 Kinston for rallying around him and his family and his mom in this time of need. Again, uh, not surprised. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. you don't want to read a post about a man's mom falling ill. And it sounds like they've got a path forward to try to take care of it. But when you do and when you hear the ways in which you guys rally around this guy, not surprising, but continuing to be motivated. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's community, right? That is that is male community leadership. Mm-hmm. We, we can fine. be leaders of, amongst ourselves, right? It's not just always outward facing. So that's that's why we're here. That's and right. I agree with him that I don't I don't know that I've come across anything else like it anywhere. That's right. Taz from Jax with an update 88 as well, but one more T-clap to give out. And I saw a Black Swan posted this. This guy's out of Montgomery, Alabama, about 2.5 years ago. So two and a half years ago, a couple of guys invited me to part of F3 Montgomery. Good chance one of those guys was Lightyear and his other Air Force brethren that had kicked it off there. So great job to you guys, first and foremost. At F3 stands for Fitness Fellowship and Faith. This is a Facebook post that they put up to try to get more people interested. Uh, and guys from across the states and around the world get together for a great workout from about 5 30 to 6 15 in our area solo fellowship and encouragement in our faith pursuing the lord i was hooked and i'm so thankful for my f3 brothers in montgomery and the river region uh, his family's moving to naples uh, he's been working with the church and they've got other guys on the ground that are ready to carry this thing and move it forward uh, they're meeting uh, multiple days during the week uh, and they've now dubbed it F3 Island Coast. Uh, and nice. so just incredibly proud of those guys in the way in which we see this thing, where we're seeing the growth is, and you're going to see it where we think, uh, hey, we should have it in this place. But what we're seeing is just because of life and moves and the way in which we sort of move about our country and quite frankly, our world now, what we're seeing with guys overseas is a guy from Omaha gets stationed in Montgomery, Alabama. He's got this thing on his heart and he brings it and he, and he gives it to other men there. Those men spread it there. And now another man moves somewhere else. I mean, mm-hmm. just incredible uh, yeah. in the way in which uh, it's working. So the, the, the Montgomery, Alabama guys are going to do their thing. This man is now moving to Naples, Florida, sort of the Bonita Springs area. And he's going to be part of spreading it. It's what a, what a great way, right? So Omaha's there. Now they spurned off Montgomery. Now you got a guy moving to Naples, Florida. He's going to keep growing. It's incredible. If I'm, I think that's how I'm reading. I think I'm reading that correctly. You know, I think you are. I think you are too. And I think, you know, when we, when we really talk and core down on uh, addition by division, when regions are really getting large and, and splits are never a good thing mm-hmm. in terms of some packs, but the great thing for the broader packs of how many more men you can reach when you do that addition by division this is sort of a subset of that in my mind where addition by division is, well, I'm dividing out of my region because I'm moving my family for a job or I'm moving my family for another reason. And now I get to take this thing with me in the, to a place that doesn't have it. And I get mm-hmm. to start it and bring it to those men down there who are just wholly unaware right. of what, so what cool. exists for them. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. It sure is. Here's a really beautiful thing. This is a young man calling us from Jacksonville. His name is Taz. I think he's like 21. And he's freaking unlocked by F3. This is great, <laughs> right? Like, this nice. is cool. Check this out. What is going on? This is Taz out of F3 Jacks, Home AO, Boondocks. And today I'm going to be talking about um, some high-impact male leadership that um, we're seeing around more of the younger generation of, uh, of men 
and the community. So about um, three years ago, on September 23rd, 2020, um, me and a couple of buddies who have been um, coming out to F3 regularly decided that, um, you know, we need this in our schools, right? Um, you know, get behind the mission of F3 and the ideas, accountability and, you know, how it's changing men's lives. And we, we said, you know, we need this in our high schools, you know, we need this in, in, in colleges. We need, you know, we need younger men to see this. Um, so we started a club, Sure Lock, stands for Leadership, Obedience, Character, and Courage. Um, it's a peer-led mentorship group of male students focused on building their key virtues and its members, right? So we do this through um, community service at Five Star Veterans, for example, or we'll bring some members to Trinity Rescue Mission and help out there. Um, this this all started off in high school, and it, it is actually growing um, now in, in in, in August, we're actually planning on uh, launching an AO called The Nest at University of North Florida. Um, this morning at our home AO location, we had nine PAC members out there, young gentlemen who all come together and realize, you know, what F3 is doing in these, in these older men's lives and how, you know, it's, it's helping them, how they're serving the community and coming together. And um, the whole idea behind it is that we're coming together and locking our shields. Um, you know, we're we're trying to peel other 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 young gentlemen back away from you know the short-term gratification, you know, the temptations that they're facing in college, you know, the desire to maybe want to quit, give up on the on the on the on the hard work, and the temptations that they face. And we're we're there to help them, you know, get through it, have that accountability, and have that brotherhood. Kind of that whole idea that F3. Is, is is founded on, but we're just implementing it into um, younger gentlemen's lives. Some of our goals is to definitely get into multiple colleges, and um, and um, just just help out with the community and help lead and show examples to other young men who are in college, and and bring and bring some of the ideas behind F3 into their lives because we know how important it is, and um, and the changes and transformations. F3 has made in, in, in other men's lives, and we just want to do that um, with our peers. So um, calling from F3 Jacks, just wanted to put that out there. Stoked to get the, the AO launched at University of North Florida. Can we put up the uh, stuff worth trying bat signal? <laughs> like, hey, guys, uh, Tommy Boy, Italian job. I know that's not in the stuff worth trying manual, right? Because it hasn't been done before, but that young man to me sounds like he's got a little stuff worth trying that we might want to flesh out a little bit and have him talk through with you guys a little bit uh, as well, because what an incredible, what an incredible idea. Um, and that's general that I'm telling you, man, like I'm not trying to be hyperbolic or overboard. Like I think that's generational impact. Yeah, I was sitting here thinking the same thing. You, you start pushing this thing downward in terms of age brackets. And you think about all the decision making and things you're exposed to and the, the, the growing up or maturing or lack thereof that you do in college. Yeah. Um, if you're surrounded by high impact men who's, who's potentially setting you on a different trajectory because of those around you and what you're focused on. Uh, yeah, I fully agree. Yeah. Um, you're talking generational change and impact change at, at a, at a significant level, by the way, university of North Florida, home of the Ospreys, Ozzy, the Osprey is the mascot. So the nest is a, uh, is a dope, um, is a dope 
I could have pointed you to the Cougars of Florida International and to the Knights of Central Florida. Right. To the Bulls of South Florida, (laughs) but I wouldn't have been able to pull the Osprey out. And, you know, um, he he may want to or we may want to try to connect him with, I think it's Rambler over in Churum. Mm. Um, And so and Nope is the Nantan over there and a couple of other guys. They do uh, a big ruck event with a fraternity or two on campus a couple of times a year. They've done that in years past. Banjo, I know, knows about it as well. Um, So just in terms of like exposing themselves into that age bracket in that community and college campus, there's probably some good shared head knowledge there that could be um, that could be beneficial. Good call. All right. We got two more calls to get to. We're going to back these up uh, back to back. 88 is going to give you a him doing him stuff and a T-clap report from the West Coast. And we're going to go right into your health update from Bones, who's talking about dry needling. We'll be back after that with the weekly quote worth Rapido. Hey, Rapido and hello, Kitty. This is 88 out in F3 Gold Rush in California. I am calling in because I just uh, left a group of 21 packs this evening. We had uh, a two and a half hour uh session we are calling emotional acceleration night um kind of a play on uh, mental battle um where tonight's topic was all around parenting uh, i wanted to give a tea clap to some guys who are kind of leading the charge on this for us um chuck e uh is one of our guys red light and also uh lol who is a uh mental health professional uh, who we are fortunate enough to have in our uh, midst here. Um, those three guys have kind of uh, become a team around um, facilitating these evenings. And tonight, one of our PACs, guy we call Clove, um, he uh, has some expertise and some, some professional uh, experience around uh, dealing with a lot of parents and uh, just tactics uh, that he has employed uh, as a professional um, in uh in his former uh, work life and just uh, facilitated some conversation. We broke into some small groups and had, uh, again, just really a good time of sharing. Um, guys were able to um, kind of have a safe space. Uh, it's a time where um, anything that's mentioned at this evening stays here. We don't do any photos, uh, anything of that nature. It's just a, a time of sharing and hoping to improve and uh, know that you're not in it alone uh, in what you may be doing. Um, I know I've been benefited from it tonight as well as the other 20 plus packs that were there so uh we will catch you guys uh after your two-week break uh for the summer here and uh we'll see you guys later i'm out hello cot podcast it's another great day for wellness this is bones with a health tip for the packs of f3 nation Okay, Pax, if you are squeamish about needles, this health tip may not be for you. But if you are open to trying something different that has been proven to have amazing health benefits, then I have something you should consider. Dry needling. Dry needling is a technique that was first utilized by health practitioners in the 1940s and gained much of its popularity in the 1980s. It is highly effective on sore muscles and is very popular with athletes and fitness enthusiasts. Dry needling is a technique where a practitioner will insert a thin, sterile needle into a tight muscle. 
This action causes a twitch response, which helps to remove any tightness or knots in the muscle. In a nutshell, dry needling works by triggering a healing response in the body. Dry needling causes a very minor injury to the muscle, which speeds up the healing process due to the increase in blood flow around the area to help it heal. Benefits of dry needling include reducing muscle pain or tightness, improving muscle mobility and range of motion, promoting tissue healing and restoring normal tissue function, decreasing inflammation, and boosting circulation. Not to be confused with acupuncture, dry needling uses similar needles but does differ in several ways. First, acupuncture focuses on the body's energy points, where dry needling focuses on trigger points. Second is the length of time the needle is inserted. With dry needling, the needle may only stay in for a minute. However, with acupuncture, you usually rest for a longer period of time with the needles in the correct pressure points. And thirdly, how deep the needle will be inserted. With dry needling, we want to achieve a stronger effect on the musculoskeletal tissue, triggering a contraction and relaxation response, so the needle is likely to go in deeper than in acupuncture and will often be positioned right into the offending muscle, knot, or ache. So Pax, if you're suffering with tight muscles or chronic pain, then consider giving dry needling a try. Not only can it help you accelerate in the gloom, but could be a catalyst to your overall health. Kitty and Rapido, I bet you boys aren't scared of a little needle. Keep up the good work, man. This has been Bones guiding the packs of F3 Nation on their hunt for wellness. Gotta go. Dead wrong. <laughs> have you done the dry needle? No, uh, I have not. I, I'm not either. I know a lot of needles, a lot of our guys. Crusty. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For Man, sure. Was it, was it, uh, was it shut in just the other day? You said like so. he went yeah. to get some done and almost immediately had relief. Like once the yeah. needles in and it yeah. settled, like yeah. it was almost instantaneous relief, which I thought was pretty phenomenal. We've got a, uh, a mutual friend, fraternity brother, college buddy. And one of my best friends from high school that went to college to be like, criminal justice like was going to be in the fbi and stuff yeah. and then like had a life-changing moment switched is now into acupuncture is an acupuncturist uh dry needleist and he does a ton of rehabilitation and services for veterans with pain too he yeah. does a ton of it uh so there's seems like there's a lot of positive benefits for sure quite a, quite a left turn from our friend there i mean quite a change. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh I need to call him to check you in should. with him, see you how should. things are doing. You should. He's doing well. Uh, all right, man. What do you got for us? Uh, I had a bunch in the holster that I was thinking about different today because, you know, being off for a, a week plus, seeing mm -hmm. and grabbing is what I do. Yep. Um, but I sort of wanted to get back. You know, sometimes I have these longer diatribe type things that kind yep. of uh, slowly yep. in. No, yep. I'm getting back to I'm short getting back sweet. on more of the groove of like the short one sentence, like knock your socks off. I like it. You like that? I'm All not right. wearing socks currently, but if I were, I'd be prepared for them to be knocked off. I don't even wear socks. Mm -hmm. Sockless. Sockless. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this week's quote is, who you are speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you're saying. Oh, baby. 
y'all can talk all you want, but I'm going to be able, you're going to be able to tell, right? Your actions show. That's how, that's how I read that as a guy who talks quite a bit. Your actions will show. You don't right? say. Who you are. Say that speaks, again. Really. Who you are speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you're saying. Wow. Wow. Who wrote that little gem? Ralph Waldo Emerson. Oh, oh, Waldo. Oh, Waldo <laughs> Rude Emerson. Oh, you know, I know a couple God. of good Ralphs. A gr- couple of great Ralphs, <laughs> for sure. A couple of gems yeah. through their middle name is Ralph. But I mean... Uh, I think man. I think it also you could take it a layer deep where it's like you may talk a lot you may you may do you may say a lot of things people follow what you say but how you carry yourself mm, what you're doing totally when you're not talking and what people know you to be yeah in the in in times of all different scenarios there's the, they, they know they can count on you they know that you're going to be there they know you yeah. say what you're going to do they know you're I mean there's just there's a lot to unpack yeah. there in like 12 yeah. words as I get older you know, still only 41, but that carry yourself, man, right? Like the way in which people see without hearing you, I think it becomes more important, at least to me, it's becoming more important. Yeah. Um, and I think back to, I think back to like my grandfather, yeah, you know, part of the greatest generation guy, yeah. uh, pilot veteran, that sort of stuff. And the way in which he was sort of, you know, patriarch of the family. Oh my God. And you just, and, and well-known in his church and his community of, of an advocate and helping and always there. It's just like, I think you're right. I think with maturity and aging and maybe it's being a dad, maybe it's F3, maybe it's a focus on something greater than yourself. There's a seed change there. Um, but I think that's lacking a lot. Mm a whole hell of a lot yeah, uh, across what we're inundated with on a daily Some, basis. I mean, golly, sometimes I do something so goofy on the internet now with Twitter and Slack and all this stuff. And I'm like, what, what, what would that Korean war veteran think of? Like, come on, man. <laughs> but then it, again, right? Like it's not apples to apples. You know, when Liz and right. I got married, someone wrote a card to us. It's one of my favorite quotes someone ever told us it's beautiful it says may your marriage be modern enough to change with the times but classic enough to last forever which is a beautiful right it's a beautiful sentiment that's a lovely and i've written it in a lot of wedding cards and you guys can steal it it's a great thing to tell somebody when they get married but i also say may your values right you've got to be able to change with the times some right because times are different the way in which we communicate with our kids is different the way in which he communicated with my dad they just sat at the table that's how they communicate. we're gonna have to talk to our kids in different ways Right. So, so I think may your values also be modern enough to change with the times, but be classic enough to last forever. Right. There's something. Yeah. You, there. If yeah. you're, you know, if you look at like, you go back to Grow Ruck and look at the logo and the tree, right? Mm-hmm. Are you rooted enough in That's foundation, right. in right. principles and values to where but you can, you can grow, grow up. upwards and That's right. outwards That's right. from that foundation? That's what we're talking about. That's right. That's right. Well said, my brother. I love you. All right, man. Love you too. We got to go. That was a great show. Uh, but I, you probably have travels. <laughs> Maybe you're good for the rest of the Look, time. I'm off. I'm off this weekend and next, yeah. but now it looks like I might be in the old Rocket City, USA, Huntsville, Alabama. Hello. I need to look and see if there's some, I'm assuming there's shovel yeah. flags in Huntsville. One can only hope. Or yeah. as the men of F3 Metro were auto-corrected on a tweet, instead of saying shovel flag, their tweet said showgirl flag. <laughs> I thought that had to have been an auto-correct. 
how is that an autocorrect? I don't know, but if Elizabeth Berkeley shows up at an AO, I gotta go. We gotta go. Uh, mm -hmm. This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3 COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodas, 41. Hello, Kitty. And I'm Jamie Roseborough, 38. Repeat And this has been the COT Podcast.